Hello and welcome to Lexi's Healthy Dynamic Life. I'm Lexi and on today's episode I have the pleasure of interviewing Jade Tornquist, a fabulous woman indeed and a huge influencer in the world of raw foods. Thank you so much Jade for being here with us today. Thank you so much for having me on your channel. I'm looking forward to this interview. Yes, me too. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're located, what you're doing? Yeah, sure. I live in Vietnam, which obviously, by the way I speak, I'm not from Vietnam. I am actually from Australia. I've been living in Vietnam for two and a half years now, and I set off or about three and a half years ago. I've traveled extensively through Southeast Asia and we stayed in Thailand for about six months and then we went to Cambodia for two and we decided to stay in Vietnam. We were only going to stay for a month, but I haven't left. So <laughs> every time I've kept meaning to leave, something's kept me here and I just keep staying here and for obvious reasons now, I can't move anywhere anyway. But I teach English here and I volunteer in a local orphanage. Um, children are a big part of my life and I love living here. I love the weather, I love the climate. I'm a grandmother of two grandchildren and I'm also a mother of two children. My daughter still lives in Australia and my son actually lives in Vietnam here with me. That's amazing and thank you for your service and helping all those children at the orphanage and teaching English. That's just so awesome. Yeah, I enjoy it. I love it. So let's talk a little bit about what I think we're all waiting for. How would you describe your diet or your lifestyle, whatever you would call it? And how long have you been doing that? I would call myself a raw vegan, predominantly a fruitarian, but I don't label myself as a fruitarian because as you probably know, Lexi, there's so much controversy in the raw vegan world as to what level you have to be on to be labeled anything. But I eat over 90% of my diet raw. I mean fruit. I do eat uh, leafy greens and vegetables and also a small amount of nuts, seeds or coconut meat or avocado as well included in my diet. So I'm not 100% fruit. So I call myself a raw vegan because it's just easier. I've been in the raw vegan movement now for six years and I really don't care what title I have anymore. It, years ago, it was so important, but now it's just easier. What's easier to explain to people how I eat? Totally. And how did you come to choose to be a raw vegan? Oh, wow. Good question. If I start my real entry into learning about raw veganism, it was probably about 19 years ago. Randomly, my partner, who I'm still with now, bought me juicer and I actually had no idea what to do with it. But he bought me a juicer and we had the Hallelujah Diet book by George Malcolmus and we started learning about barley grass and the benefits of that in our diet and carrot juice and all these sorts of things and I started learning more about including raw food into my diet but I was still so unhealthy back then I had very 
um, unhealthy lifestyle. I lived an extremely unhealthy life. So anything I did have was really counteracted by the, all the unhealthy foods that I had in my diet. But the seeds were planted. And I think it's really good when we have seeds planted into our life because it doesn't matter when, somewhere along the line, they will sprout and we come back to it. Let's fast forward years down the track. I started changing my life dramatically and started to change the way I eat dramatically. I was still at this point in time, I was not a vegan. I became a vegan nearly eight years ago, but I, um, the fat sticker nearly dead. A documentary came out and I decided to go on a juice feast, juice fast, whatever you want to call it. And I went on that for 30 days and I felt the best I've ever felt in my life. I felt absolutely amazing. And I thought, wow, I can feel this good and I don't need any meat or eggs or fish or whatever else to fulfill me. And I just felt absolutely amazing. Like most people when they're attempting raw and, you know, especially when I wasn't a vegan, not even a vegetarian, I unfortunately turned to animal products. But I knew how good I felt. And something was always drawing me back there. So I'd keep attempting to go raw. I kept attempting to eat more plants in my diet. I wanted to get there. And it was always something for me that was my resolve. And that resolve has never gone. There's been times I've plummeted off this lifestyle and something just pulls me back in. We kept going back because, kept going back to raw um, living because that's how I felt my best. Eight years ago, I made a 100% commitment to being an ethical vegan. I started to go down the sort of found these hashtags, so to speak, on Instagram. And I kept seeing 80-10-10 and raw to four and these sort of hashtags. And I started clicking on them, as you do. And I'm looking, I'm like, wow, these people are eating a lot of fruit, which was amazing to me because I'd never seen that style of raw eating, if you know what I mean, because predominantly you you see the nuts and the seeds and the high fat if you know what I mean let's see so I was like wow I really am so intrigued by this and I started following a lot of the uh, raw vegan old school influencers and I started including more and more fruit into my life then next thing you know I just wanted to eat more and more and I couldn't believe how amazing I felt on fruit and it just became a huge part of my life and Basically, I've been eating this way for six years and I'm not going to say I'm perfect. Gosh, I've failed many a times, but I've always picked myself back up and I get back onto that bandwagon because it is how I feel my best. That's awesome. And I can certainly relate. I've fallen off the wagon, so to speak, and I notice such a difference immediately in my energy level, the way my digestive system is functioning, and I can totally attest to when I come back onto eating raw plant foods, it's like a weight is lifted off. I feel so much better. It's almost like a sense of relief. And so you mentioned that you feel amazing uh, when you're eating raw plant foods. Could you talk a little bit about benefits of eating raw plant foods or maybe some specific effects that you notice? Well, for me, when I entered the raw vegan movement, I had been eating a predominantly grain diet because as a vegan, that's how you fill yourself up on grains. And 
I never realised until years later, uh, entering into the raw vegan movement and going back and forth off, off cooked food and back to raw, that the amount of grains that I was eating, it was affecting my whole body. It was affecting my skin. It was infecting my sleep. It was infecting my digestion. It was infecting just absolutely every part of me. I was lethargic all the time. And I almost felt like I was walking around with brain fog. I just felt so foggy in the brain all the time. So for me, the biggest thing was getting off the grains and I I could feel the difference. As soon as I released them from my life, I was like, wow. I felt, I explain it like there was a big heavy blanket over my head. And when I let go of the grains and I kept myself predominantly on fruit and greens, I felt like the blanket lifted and I felt so much lighter and I felt like I had so much more mental clarity and I felt so much more energy and I could live on less sleep. And instead of having insomnia all the time, when I was sleeping, it was solid sleep, proper sleep. My sinuses were so much better. Like anybody who knows me has known my whole life. Actually, one guy years ago, I never forget him saying to me, he said, Jade, I've never seen you not with a tissue because I always had a runny nose. Mm. So for me, clearing my sinuses, my acne I had shocking cystic acne and I cleared my skin the embarrassment you go through when you have dreadful skin and to have the difference of that I mean now where I don't feel embarrassed to not wear makeup whereas years ago I was caking my skin with makeup because I was embarrassed of my skin so many things that have changed in my life because of eating a raw vegan lifestyle. It's just amazing the difference um, in how you feel. For me, a big thing also is I notice my moods when I'm on eating high raw. And when I say raw, I'm talking fruits. I'm not talking numbing yourself with lots of nuts and seeds and coconut oil and stuff like that because that's not going to benefit you. I'm talking when you're on green leafy vegetables and you're on fruit and yeah, a tiny small amount of fat following the 80, 10, 10 sort of macros, you feel so much different. I can't even explain how my moods are. I feel happy within. I don't feel depressed. I almost feel like I'm blue. As soon as the cooked food comes back in my life, I feel this deep sadness and I feel depressed and I feel like I don't have the energy to live life the way I do with when I'm on Raw. And people have said to me, Jade, you never used to be like that. And I said, yeah, but I never used to know how good you can actually feel. Mm. So, you know, and people sort of don't understand it because they say, yeah, but unless you've felt this way, you don't understand just how good you can actually feel on a raw vegan lifestyle. Mm, I can totally relate to that. I'm wondering what you think the reason might be that you or people would go back to eating cooked foods or maybe give up eating raw foods. What do you think is the most common reason and how do you think people can overcome that? Well, in my experience, I mean, for myself, and I've been running raw vegan forums for nearly six years. So I've had a lot of contact with people transitioning and I've seen many a person fail over the years. And look, the number one reason people will fail 
hands down is not eating enough. Secondly, they will fail through lack of organisation, lack of planning. But then it goes deeper than that too. I mean, look, socialisation is a big thing and that feeling of not uh, not feeling a part of the gang, so to speak, that you're with. And we all want to belong. So that sense of belonging, that can do it for people, their family not eating the same way as them and they're feeling left out. You know, there's a range of different reasons. But I honestly believe the number one reason is lack of organisation. And of course, on, in saying that, the lack of organisation and not eating enough, but then I guess on the other um, spectrum is we're creatures of habit. You have a lifelong habit of eating cooked food. I mean, some babies are eating cooked food from birth if they're put on formula. So that's a long time eating cooked food. But then let's go from say a four to six month old baby. What do we put them on? We put them on rice cereal. So from four to six months of age, definitely we're eating grains and we're eating cooked food. So it's addiction. And people roll their eyes when you say it, but cooked food is really addictive. And I don't think anyone really understands the pull that a piece of bread or a grain of rice or a bit of pasta can have over you until you're eating a raw vegan diet. And especially when you're new to this lifestyle, I mean, I class myself as an old hat at it now and I've built concrete habits so if something happens to me, um, if I end up eating cooked food, and generally the only time I do is when I'm traveling and it's just out of convenience. And I do a lot of like traveling for a month at a time and heavy traveling. So I know I've built those concrete habits and I just go straight back into them. But if you haven't built those concrete habits, which let's face it, most people haven't when you're new to the lifestyle, it's very easy to go back to our old habits because those old habits are where we feel warm and fuzzy we're in our comfort zone it's how we feel comf comfortable and human beings don't want to be outside of our com comfort zone it's you know it's overwhelming you know we feel a little bit of pain we feel a little bit overwhelmed so i guess that would be a reason why too that people would go back and then the last reason why people would go back is they don't grasp the concept i think it's so important and i see this too often people go into forums and they say oh quickly just tell me what to do and it's like you have to do your research you have to learn you have to grow you have to understand this lifestyle if you want to be successful at this lifestyle, you need to study. And, you know, you can't find out in one post, hey, what do I eat? Oh, you know, eat a mango, eat a banana and you'll be right. No, you've really got to get a true understanding for this lifestyle to really be successful at it. And the last thing I would suggest for people is also to not give up. Because even if you do fall off, keep getting back up. Because most people go, oh, I tried it for two days and it, and it didn't work. So, you know, this lifestyle doesn't work. I've been trying this lifestyle for years and, you know, <laughs> I know it works. It's just a matter of I have to know that I'm organised and planned and all together.
Of course it won't. I guess they're my reasons why I've seen over the years why people fail. Awesome. That was so much good, juicy info. I love it. It says, I know what foods I need to eat to be healthy, but I just don't have the habits or I don't have the motivation. Do you have any specific suggestions on how to get organized or specific resources that people can reach out to for the educational component or for support? Yeah, sure. First of all, start slow. There's a lot of people that are all or nothing. And I openly admit I'm an all or nothing person. But as I've got older, I guess I've grown with, you know, grown, my wisdom's grown a little bit more. And I, I realise slow and steady can win the race. And instead of going in saying, you know what, that's it, I'm going to start, I'm going to be 100% raw tomorrow, and you go gung-ho, and you're cutting and you're chopping and whatever, and by the end of the day, you're totally exhausted and you say, oh my gosh, I can't do this. Start slow. So start, if you know what, if all you can do at the moment is have a raw breakfast, that's awesome. Have a raw breakfast. Nobody says Rome has to be built in a day and it wasn't, you know, and then move on from there. Say, you know what, I've got this. I've got this down pat now. I'm eating a raw breakfast. Move from there to lunch and your snack. If you cannot eat a raw dinner, you don't have to. Just eat your normal everyday dinner. Slowly but surely cut cut it back and start introducing more and more raw food. I would suggest if you are eating animal products, make it your resolve to clean them out, get get rid of them as soon as possible because they're not going to serve you at all. Then focus on getting um, the grains and things like that out of your lifestyle. And then if you need to have some steamed vegetables and a big salad at dinner time, have it. That's okay. You're making huge, massive improvements to your life. And then slowly but surely, wean yourself off. For me, I started off even I was having raw one night, cook the next. And then I was having raw two nights and then cook the next. And, you know, slowly but surely, I'm like, I just want to eat more raw food. And I felt better eating raw food, but my body became accustomed to it. That's my suggestion on starting out. As for resources, I honestly believe everybody should read. If you want to follow a diet similar to what I eat, I would suggest everybody to eat 801010 uh, um, eat read 801010 by Dr. Douglas Graham and another book that made a huge difference to my life and I'll give you the link for it Lexi I have given this book to so many people it actually says that the book please share this book with as many people as possible he gives it away free his name's A.T. Hovensian. It's a raw eating book and he talks about all the addiction and everything like that. That book changed my life. Join raw vegan forums. There's plenty there. I have three of them, but look, you don't have to just join mine. Find a group you res- resonate with. Find people you resonate with. Find your sort of tribe. Get on to, I would also suggest going on Instagram. Instagram is like raw vegan heaven. Like only have to touch the hashtag raw vegan. And you will find a lot of recipes. You will find a lot of different raw vegans to connect with. You need to connect with raw vegans. There's no point um, thinking, oh, I can't, I, I don't want to connect or, you know, and don't think you're better or worse than anybody else. M- most people were all have been through all the trials and tribulations with raw veganism. Connect with raw vegans. 
because they're the only people that are going to understand you. Nobody else is going to understand why you want a, a, a box, you know, 30 by 30 centimetres full of fruit for lunch. Regular people who you work with are not going to understand that. And probably the main raw vegans you're going to find, unfortunately, they will be in your phone, they will be on your computer. You know, you're not going to find one knocking on every door. Um, so connect with online vegans. This is the main reason I started Raw Vegan Groups because I wanted to find people to connect with. I love sharing this lifestyle with people. I love helping people grow on this lifestyle. And I love watching people flourish on this lifestyle. If you can get in groups where people want to support you and help you and guide you, get in those groups. And Follow raw vegans who are experienced because raw vegans who are experienced, who are long-term on this lifestyle, they get it. And most of them will understand what you are and aren't going through. We've all been through so much to sort of get to the point where you have built concrete habits on this lifestyle. And I think that's more important than anything else. Read books, read from any source you can possibly read from. Whether you resonate with it all, just take what you want and spit out the rest. Take as much knowledge as you can to grow in this lifestyle because the more knowledge you have, the more chance you will be successful at this lifestyle and knowledge is everything. Thank you, Jade. That is so much good stuff. And no, I can resonate with everything that you just said. For me, I think that having that educational component, learning about it was huge. And I'm so glad you mentioned the 80-10-10 diet. That is hands down my favorite book. I recommend it to absolutely everyone. It's such an easy, understandable read and it's so attractive, like it keeps your attention. So glad oh, you mentioned that. Absolutely. And I, I'm a member of Jade's groups on Facebook. That's one of the ways that we got connected. I follow her on Instagram. It's such a great resource. I totally appreciate you saying that as well. And if you are interested in eating raw plant foods for weight loss, specifically, I just started a Facebook group called Eat Your Way to Weight Loss, where we support each other by eating until we're satisfied and eating all the delicious raw plant foods and kind of working through any issues we might have that come up there. And so, I've joined your group too. Uh, and thank it, looks, you. it, look, it looks exciting. It looks like an exciting, great new raw vegan group. Thank you. We're happy to have you. And so a lot of people have been asking me, what do I do if I live with someone that eats cooked foods or junked foods or you know i want to eat healthy but i can't because of this person or something like that i think tanny raw is probably the most famous raw vegan for saying this it's not your food and i love how she says that she says it's not my food and that's what you have to get to the point of thinking and it's hard early doors but you get to the point of thinking this isn't how i eat anymore i eat this food because this is what nourishes me most and we always have to remember nobody's put a gun to our head Nobody is forcing us to eat a bowl of bananas with leafy greens and cucumber and celery or whatever it is that you're eating on that particular meal. Nobody is forcing us to. 
the one thing I always remind myself of, and look, I cook food for my partner tonight. When I was in Australia recently, my daughter just had her baby. I was cooking food for her, my mother, her partner. I cook food. I have worked in jobs where I've had to cook food for people. So I get it. And I, I understand the temptations, but I think you have to work out what's more important to me. Do I really want to eat raw food? And if you really want to eat raw food or do I really want to eat cooked food, you have to weigh it up. What's more important to me? Because if you want to give up where you're at and where you're going and what your ultimate prize is, for what's there in that moment, then you, ha you have to afterwards deal with the consequences. And look, if you're listening to this and you're not raw, you're probably thinking, oh my goodness, consequences. Like, who cares? Have a cooked meal. But it's not about the cooked meal. It's about once you have that cooked meal, you start opening floodgates. Then next thing you know, the next meal becomes cooked and the next meal. And next thing you know, you don't realise, but a month can pass and you're eating cooked food and then you're struggling to get back onto the raw vegan bandwagon. And you start realising, I want to get back on there. But then those cooked food cravings are back there again. So I think it's so important to just work out what's important to you. I think the best thing to do when starting out, I used to make my food first. So every morning I would get up, I had a job sort of where I worked random sort of hours and I would make all my food for the day, including having my dinner ready and my sauce for my salad and everything else. So that I made sure I was satisfied all day. I would come home and my children were still living at home back then. So I had to come home and cook meals for my family. And I would come home, I would like from work, I would cook their meals. I would serve up the meal for them and it would be okay because I had mine already made. When my food's already made, I'm not tempted to eat cooked food. Do you know when I'm tempted to eat cooked food, Lexi? When? When I'm not organized and I'm starving and I've come home from work all day and I'm tired and I'm exhausted and I have to cook food for my family what ends up happening you eat the cooked meal so I just made a decision I used to get up an hour earlier than I had to each morning because it was important to me to be successful and make all my meals in the morning. It was so worth it. To be honest with you, this was coming into my first two years solid raw vegan. Didn't have one slip up in those two years. It was just amazing. It was blissful. I was so organized. It was just best start to my raw vegan life. And this is when I was just, I just said, I am so committed to this lifestyle. And I truly was. I was so committed because it was so important to me. And I think when push comes to shove, if something's important to you, you'll find a way. If not, we find excuses. We can all find them. I know where plenty of mine are. But when I want to achieve something, I know how to get rid of them too. And I know how to be successful and being successful is just doing what has to be done to be successful so to speak golden advice right there i love it so in this last question you briefly touched some instances when you would 
crave the cooked foods, like if you weren't organized or if you hadn't prepared your meals ahead of time, do you still get non-raw cravings? And if so, what are they? And what do you do when you get them? Look, to be honest with you, I don't get non-cooked food cravings. In saying that, I have eaten cooked food in the last 12 months, I will not lie. And it's only been through convenience when I've been traveling. And I never enjoy eating cooked food. I do not enjoy eating cooked food. I used to, I admit, when, you know, when I first started, it was, it was a nightmare coming off cooked food. But if I have to eat cooked food these days, and it's only, as I said, it's if I'm traveling with buses, trains, everything else, and it's just, there's no option. I never, I, I find the food dry. I find the food tasteless. I don't get the same enjoyment out of it as I would a juicy peach or something like that. But let's rewind back to when I first started. Yeah, I used to have cooked food cravings all the time. I'd crave pizza. I would crave hot chips. I would crave potato fritters. I don't know if they have them in America. They're like a fried patty thing. I would crave hamburgers, not meat hamburgers because I'm vegan, but like a, a vegan burger. I would crave all those things. I'd want those things. But as I became more adapted to this lifestyle, I learned to make food. You know, like when, if I had a party at my house and everyone was eating pizza, I would in advance, I would make raw vegan pizza. I would dehydrate the base and I would make it all. So I didn't feel left out. I learned to make patties. I learned to make kale chips and things like that. So I had crispies. If I knew I was going to the movies or, you know, things where you sort of, your brain says, oh, you should have popcorn here. I learned to make food so that I could enjoy my raw life. And to be honest with you, I don't have cooked cravings. I mainly, if I do eat cooked food, and I recently, I, I just traveled for two months and it's a long time to be on the road without blenders and everything else and being in countries where you don't know how to access good quality fruit and you're getting substandard fruit. It's a bit of a nightmare. I have raw vegan cravings. I just don't enjoy eating cooked food. And I really found that on my last traveling trip, I went away and I predominantly only eat vegetables and maybe a bit of steamed potato or something like that when I'm traveling. I don't enjoy it, but that's taken me years to get to where I am now. A lot of time because I know for the first two years when I was raw vegan, I came off the raw vegan wagon. I came off because I started traveling. This is when I started my Asian travels. And I felt like I was missing out. I just wanted to try cuisines and whatever. And I don't ever regret that I did come off the wagon because I came off the wagon for about two months. And it was then that I realized how much I loved raw. Can you believe that? I was raw for two years and I thought I loved it, but I only realized how much I loved it when I returned to cook food and I mm. felt so dreadful. I think we're all so different. My greatest advice to people is fill up on greens. For me, when I'm eating one to two pounds of leafy greens a day, when I'm eating enough fruit and I'm satisfied, I don't want for anything else. You're craving other foods because your body isn't getting what it needs. When you eat substantial amounts of fruit, 
and have the leafy greens for your additional minerals and for satiation, you're not going to want for anything else. And that's true. You start craving food because you're not eating enough. Eat enough and the cravings will stop. And I know this through my own experience. And I don't know about you, Lexi. I don't know enough about your journey. But for me, I know hands down that has been it all the time. And I know through talking to other raw vegans over the years they've been the same thing anytime they've gone back to cook food it it's and craved cooked food it's because they haven't eaten enough yeah i can definitely resonate with that and the reason i decided to go raw was primarily for weight loss actually it was solely for weight loss and what I loved about eating raw foods was that I could eat as much as I wanted and I still needed to eat more because I love to eat. I think that's really, yeah. really a good point that you bring up that it's important to make sure you're eating enough and it's a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it is a lot. I mean, but the thing is, they say fruits and veggies are low calories. So it does look like a lot. I mean, you've got like this bucket of fruit or this bucket of salad and people are looking at you like my goodness you are the weirdest person i've ever seen in my life how can you eat that much but you look at say a mcdonald's burger that's about 600 calories well you need six bananas for that so of course it's like the volume's going to be there and that's why it looks so much and that's the great thing about raw food you can eat so much volume and you're not going to get the weight gain from it. Can you imagine eating six Big Macs? <laughs> no. <laughs> you no, know, exactly. And you're not going to get the same benefits from six Big Macs as you are from six bananas. Yeah, I just said no because I am immediately imagining the food coma I would feel afterwards. I'd say good night oh. and just go off. <laughs> yeah, and you'd be woke, and you'd wake up in sweat and oh, horrible, horrible. Yeah, all that stuff. It's clear because, like I said, I, I ate cooked food several times since I decided to go run the year. And what a difference. So that's awesome that you were willing to share all of those details. I really appreciate it. And I know our listeners do too. You talked a lot about having your raw meals ready to go. I wanted to ask you, how do you keep your meals interesting? So a lot of people, when I talk about eating six bananas at a time for a meal, they just go, I can't even comprehend that. That sounds crazy. That sounds boring how do you keep it interesting so how do we keep meals interesting if you're looking at salads and things like that you need to make amazing dressings and dressings aren't hard to make you know you can just type in fat free or low fat salad dressing there's so many free on the net search facebook groups so many people put out recipes go to instagram there's free recipes have awesome salad dressings number one number two how do you make your fruit interesting well i think that's a good question because i have to try and put my transitioning hat on because these days i'm more than happy to have a bowl of fruit and some greens on the side. But I know when I was starting out, I wasn't always like that. Making fruit salads for me was a big thing when I was starting out because it looked like I had variety and I felt better 
looking like I had a lot of different things. It was more like a meal. It gave me that meal feeling. Another thing, making smoothie bowls or making nice cream. Nice cream's awesome. Or, you know, it doesn't even have to be nice cream with bananas. You can make nice cream with mangoes or pineapple or something like that. So have fun with your food and you no know, make things. Like sometimes I will slice up my bananas and then I'll make like a dip to go with it or I'll slice up some apples and I'll have a, you know, like a strawberry dip or something like that and I dip it in. I love dip. I'm a big dip girl. For me, having dips is everything. And it sounds so funny, but I don't know. I feel like I'm having a meal, if you know what I mean. Alexis and I just get adventurous be adventurous with your food and I think as well overcome having that thought that it's weird because yes that's how we're doctrinated to think you know eating six bananas is weird and it's not the norm I mean let's face it most people are waking up in the morning, they're having egg on toast or they're having a cornflake, whatever. They're not waking up having six bananas in a bowl of lettuce. I think it's really overcoming that mindset that it's weird. That for me was the best way to do it. I think smoothies were good starting out too. Things like that, just keeping it simple and don't try and over create either. I think that can be a downfall too, because you can go onto Instagram and you know what Instagram's like. You can see some meals on there and there's some pretty creative people on Instagram and you think, wow, that's amazing. And then you try to make it and the reality is you know, yours looks like a brown mushy mess and these looks like something that should be on the front page of a Martha Stewart cookbook. So I think it's don't go over creative too, because if you make your food ugly, I think that's a downfall. Mm. And if all else fails, put strawberries or raspberries or something in it just to give it a little bit of a bling. I don't know when you've got strawberries or blueberries or something in with your fruit, it sort of makes everything so amazing and makes it pretty so if you're having six bananas just chop up some strawberries in there and make it special I love that my mouth is watering thinking about nice cream with all these different fruits and fruit dips I love 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 all of that advice what are your favorite go-to foods maybe if you're in a pinch for time what are you gonna grab and go my favorite go-to would always be the banana nothing beats the banana the dual dates are another one if i'm on the go i will just grab a handful of dates and have them on me the other thing i love is having a jar of, of a smoothie like i start work early on saturdays and sundays and that's always my watermelon, raspberry and ginger smoothie morning. And it's just because I make two huge smoothies and I have two breaks in the morning and I have one at the first break and one at the second break. And for me, that's easy. In saying that, I can get smoothies down very quickly. If you're a person who's gonna get overwhelmed by two 32 ounces of smoothie, that's probably not your best go-to. But chopped up fruit, I think as well, is everything. Just put it in a plastic container, have some ice packs and have a like a, an insulated bag. I love insulated bags. Keep your food fresh and just grab and go, put a fork in it and eat. Love it. I think that's perfect. I do too. <laughs> and do you think exercise is important in this lifestyle? And if so... What are your favorite ways to get some movement and to do exercise? Exercise is important in any lifestyle. 
I'm not a lover, lover, lover of exercise, but I feel great when I do exercise. I never regret doing it afterwards. My go-to walking, I love walking. Trampolining, I've got a mini trampoline or rebounding. I rebound, I skip, I ride my bike. Sometimes, occasionally, I dance and I cannot dance and I saw you're a choreographer, so <laughs> you've obviously got the moves. But you know what? Do what you enjoy doing. Don't do anything that you feel that's going to be a chore. When exercise is a chore, you'll dread doing it. So just find something you love doing and, and just do it. Yeah, I love that. When I first started on my weight loss journey, all I could do was walk. And now that I have so much energy to dance and prance and do all these circus things, I still love to walk. I love to walk and it's so accessible to so many people. You don't have to go anywhere. You can even just walk in circles and daydream. Absolutely. Love that. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. <laughs> walking. Oh, walking's awesome. And the thing is, it doesn't matter. Like you said, you struggled at first, but you could walk. Everyone can walk. So I think it's, I mean, not everyone, but you know what I mean. In the main, if you're, you've got functioning legs, that's something anybody can do. Absolutely. Something I wanted to ask you is back to the raw foods, eating raw mm -hmm. plants. What do you think is the biggest misconception people have about eating raw plants? That you're going to be nutrient deficient. I think that's one of the biggest uh, misconceptions and that you're going to starve. Neither is true. You can get everything you need and more on a raw vegan lifestyle. In fact, I have put so many meals through Chronometer, which is a calorie app, and I exceed my nutrients that I need. You can get everything you need and more on a raw vegan lifestyle. And as for starving, that's just ludicrous because the hungriest I ever am is when I'm eating dead food because you, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not feeling satisfied. I always feel like I'm missing something. But when I'm eating fruits and I'm eating greens, I'm satisfied and I'm getting everything I need and to quote Danny Raw and nothing I don't. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> and why would it be important for people that want to release excess weight to eat raw plant foods? When you say raw plant foods, I think specifically you really need to focus on your fruits and your greens more than say your raw seeds and your nuts and things like that. I think when we're looking at that, especially the high water fruits, um, we can re release the toxins from our body, it helps our cells regenerate, fruit digests so quickly. You can eat more calories on fruit than say if you're eating calorie dense food because of the fact that it digests so quickly and it just pushes the fat out of your body whilst you're eating it. It's sort of an amazing thing what fruit will do to cleanse your body and rejuvenate it. Absolutely. I love that. Rejuvenate. That's definitely how I felt when the fat literally just melted off my body. It felt too good to be true. Just miraculous, the healing powers of fruit. And you've done an amazing job. Your before and after photos, just absolutely amazing. Thank you. I really appreciate you saying that. And to be honest, it feels like a different person or a different lifetime, just how I was living and how I was feeling then and how I do now. I Sometimes I can't believe it. <laughs> it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing what raw fruits and leafy greens will do, to, do for your body. 
So true. So before we wrap up today, I just have some ending questions. Is yep. there anyone that inspires you? And if so, why? Oh, so many people inspire me. But I guess along my journey, my main inspirations early doors would be uh, Durian Ryder, Harley Johnson, Doug Graham, author of 801010, George Malcolmus, author of The Hallelujah Diet, A.T. Hovenesian, author of The Raw Eating Book. Sadly, she's no longer raw, but her book Green for Life by Victoria Butenko was a huge inspiration to me. And Brenda Davis, who wrote Becoming Raw, also was amazing inspiration. But you know what? I get inspired daily. I get inspired by new raw vegans coming into the lifestyle, people like you, that I just come across and I meet day to day, just when I say meet online, who are just doing amazing things and grasping vegan lifestyle and enjoying it and thriving on it and just getting the success that I have been advocating and promoting for years it's just amazing to see. I love, I get so inspired when I see people successful on this lifestyle. That's awesome. Last question of the day. Do you have any parting words of wisdom or perhaps a quote that you would like to share with our listeners today? I think my greatest wisdom I can get for anybody who wants to start on this lifestyle is start today, don't look back and don't beat yourself up and don't expect yourself to be perfect. It can be really hard in this day and age when we see so many people successful on social media. But please remember, most people don't show their failings. And that's why I'm a big advocate on sharing my failings because it's not fair when we see perfect people all the time. We're not all perfect all the time. Just keep picking yourself back up and just keep moving on this journey because you'll find that all the small steps that you continue to make will end up being the large puzzle all coming together and eventually you'll get there and have the success you're after. And I truly hope that everyone who wants to embark on this journey will have their success story to share. Just like you said, it's such an inspiration to continue to meet people that are deciding to eat raw fruits and veggies and live the life that is full of vitality and vibrant health. So I want to thank you so, so, so much, Jade, for taking the time to come on and share all of these golden pieces of advice with us. It is so much appreciated. Thank you so much for having me, Lexi. I've had a wonderful time. And for anyone who's still listening, you can find Jade on Instagram at JD Raw and on Facebook in her many groups to support people that are transitioning or who are already raw vegan. And with that, I hope you have a happy, healthy, dynamic day. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lexi.